0: You actually don't want to sell on that first call either because you're going to find people that are in a crisis mode. If that's the case, if they're willing to say yes, right then and there without actually going through the process, they're probably not the right type of customer for you anyways. Shaking. Welcome back to All In. I'm your host, Rick Jordan, and we're going to have a fun, super amazing, intriguing conversation today. Before we go into that, I'm going to ask you to share this out with three people today. I always ask this because I ask for your help. Can you help me, please? Imagine if we impacted more people. What would be possible for you if you were able to share this out with three people that need to hear this today? It's just amazing. So, today, I have a guest on who is a cold calling experts. Really, she calls herself a starting customer conversation specialist, but she's a keynote speaker on this too, which is an incredible facilitator, trainer, accountability coach. We're going to have a fun conversation about this because a lot of people feel like they don't like to cold call, but Odile Faludi, hello, welcome. Let's teach people different ways and bring them into 2022 with cold calling. Sound good?
1: Yeah, fantastic. I'm so excited to help as many people as possible. And I'm really delighted, Rick, because the first word you said was help. And help is the most powerful word in the English language. 99% of the population actually want to help another human being. The 1% that don't, you don't want to do business
0: with because they are, you know <laughs> I was going to say, skip them, screw them, you know, just them, who cares about that 1%, right? That's all. That's, Ooh, exactly that's interesting. Right. Yeah. In order to be the 1%, don't mess with the 1%. We're talking about two different 1% right there, right? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes. But no, you're right. I, I truly believe that too, that there's really a lot of good in most people. Just, just they're born with it, you know, and I don't know if there's necessarily really evil people that exist, but you know, they've been through traumas and just horrible things in life that have made them the way that they are. And we're not going to dive into that in this show, because today we're talking about sales, baby, but that 1%, yes, because the 99% should have some kind of love for a conversation with other people, right? Right. Because they they want to help other people in whatever they're doing. But that's conversation. That's a way to do that.
1: that's your entry point, Rick. When people always say to me, how do I start the conversation? It's as simple as, hi, Mary, my name is Rick, and I'm hoping you can help me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> That's awesome. See, and the, the the messages we're going to talk about today, and this is super cool because I've done my share of cold calling. I pick up the phone and I'll call people. It doesn't matter. But cold calling is typically a business term, right? But you know what? Hey, the same principles apply in dating. Picking up the it phone. It's is-
1: exactly like dating. And the thing is, you wouldn't go from zero to 10 on your First five minutes of meeting a girl and
0: <laughs> expecting success—you
1: you actually have to build rapport, build connection, get some familiarity before you go in for the kiss. Most and of the then, time,
0: right? Most of the
1: time, right? Most of the time, unless you've had a lot, to, both had a lot to drink. Uh, <laughs> well, the well same. Done. Unless there's you're Odile because everybody just yeah.
0: fla- falls all over you. Yes. <laughs>
1: so the same, is, the same is with business. There's multiple touch points and it's building that trust because there's no trust. There's no sale
0: yep, right on. So I, I love the comparison between those two also, because and nowadays, I'd love to talk about this a little bit too, you know, as we get into this. But let's start with where you want to start with cold calling because there's other methods that I would love to examine as we go through the show too, because I, I'm holding up my phone here. And I love when it comes to sales, yeah, right on. Well, let's everybody hold up their phones. I love text messages. Yeah, so if I have somebody's mobile phone and I'm cold calling, I will never, ever, ever leave a voicemail. This is just me, and I'd love to hear your take on this too. I will never leave, I haven't for decades. Before it used to be, I would send an email after I would make the phone call and be, hey, I just called you. It was never, oh, did you get my call? Did you see that I called? No, it was never a question. It was the follow-up was, hey, I just called you. And here's why I was calling. Can you give me a call back? You know, it was, it was just that simple. Short, sweet. And now it's a text message for me for at following that cold call. But let's start where you want to start because we're going to have a lovely conversation today, I feel.
1: I just want to go back to the voice message. So three years ago, I would tell people in my training, I want you to leave a voice message of, hi, it's Rick. Love to speak to you today. Call me back. That's all. And they'd be going, who's Rick? Is that the cute guy I met on Saturday night? Who is he? Who is he? Uh, Because it piques curiosity. Now, no one listens to the voice message. They don't even listen to
0: it. Yeah.
1: Uh, So. (laughs) I have 11
0: new messages on my phone right now. 12 new voicemails on my phone right now. And they go back. (laughs) Oh, about 45 days.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you're 100% right. You leave a text message. Okay. So when we start in this conversation with you, so the caller, the initiator, it all starts with you. Everybody thinks the customer is the problem. Actually, the problem is you.
0: This is the same with dating too. It so really is. Yeah. you
1: have to, yeah, it is. You have to feel your love tank first before you can share with anyone what you're doing. So the sales process happens twice. You actually bought into something. So you might have an idea. You might have an idea for a new show, and you, you immerse yourself in that. You get, it becomes your baby. You become passionate about it. You work on it. And it becomes your dream. And that you understand how it can help so many other people. So then you want to go out and talk about it. You're not selling the show, you are selling an idea. That's all you're selling a concept. When your love tank is full, and you just are so excited about what you are doing, and you go out to the world. It's contagious. And people go, God, this guy's so excited about it. And he's loving what he's doing. And they feel your heart. And when someone feels that, that's when you pull them in. It is very much like the dating. And then at the end of the conversation, you always gauge someone's interest. So you would say before you hang out, if one was a maybe and five was a yes, how do you feel about this idea, one to five? And then you can gauge how much more work you have to do.
0: Oh, interesting. So when you pick up the phone and you cold call somebody, because I've never looked at it from that perspective before, like a, between a one and five, one being the maybe, five being the yes, that's, uh, you're you're trying to close them, of course. And th- this is key too, with, and we'll go, go into the techniques here in a bit, but I'm sure in that process, somewhere you ask for the order, right? And, or you maybe even continuously, you're saying no to me, right? So if you want them to say yes, what are they saying yes to?
1: No, so if you cold call someone and expect to make an order on the first call, you're going to be very disappointed. So you need to build rapport, connection, trust. It's like the day. There are building blocks. Now, unless you're calling about charity where there you can make a sale then and there. In most cases, you don't make a sale on the first call.
0: Sure. What do you, the what do you first, want them to say yes to then on the first call?
1: The next step. So what's the next nice. step? Would you like me to send you an email? Would you like can we catch up for coffee? How about a meal together? How about a Zoom? Let me send you something in the mail. What is the next step? You're only selling the next step. And you want to get an idea of how open they are to receiving that next step. One is a maybe, five is a yes.
0: Oh, intriguing. Now, these are when you talk. About, obviously, charity is a one, pretty much a one call and done, right? And if you think of like the old school tele seminars and those kinds of things, you know, for 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 those types of scenarios, that that makes sense. The, you're really getting into more like complex and higher ticket sales with what you're talking about, right? Because those are multi-step processes, multiple conversations, and very typically, unless there's a fire, and I've said this too, because I agree with you. You, you know, most of the time, ninety nine. Percent of the time you won't sell on the first call, and you actually don't want to sell on that first call either because you're going to find people that are in a crisis mode. If that's the case, if they're willing to say yes right then and there with actually without actually going through the process, they're probably not the right type of customer for you, anyways.
1: And they're going to be the customer from hell because they're going to bring you up the next day and say they want a refund, and it becomes a whole. It's not the way to do business. We're talking specifically business to business calls.
0: Yeah, right on. And we
1: really need to clarify that.
0: For sure. I like that. You know, when uh here's a question around cold calling because with the with the advent of social media, right? And direct messaging and all these other things, because believe me, I, I invest in this stuff too, in direct messaging with LinkedIn, especially to find prospects. It's, it's a good way to establish those connections. I've heard people say that cold calling is on its way out. How do you feel like that? And let me preface it. I'm not saying that. I've just heard people say that. And what would you say to them when they say, you know what? Oh, cold calls, dead or dying?
1: I'd say for amateurs, Absolutely. For an elite athlete who's on the phone and knows what they're doing, they are making bucket loads of money. They're building out their networks. They're leveraging off other people's networks. They're getting into places that no one gets into. Why? No quicker way can you establish rapport by hearing another voice.
0: Mm, nice. You
1: get a sense of what is that? What's that person? What's their vibe? Are they cool? Are they? Are they energized? I mean, conversation is a transfer of energy. Oh, yeah. I've spent 15 yeah. years immersed in dialogue. I'm trained in crucial conversations, and you can have the most powerful exchange in three minutes. Or someone can siphon your blood in three minutes.
0: Oh, wow. That's intriguing. So you get to the first call, right? And I'm sure you've seen this across the board. Should a salesperson, how do you feel about scripts, like a word for word script or based or versus a guideline per se?
1: Yeah, it is a really important question. And I think it should be like SEO'd. So you just wanna have keywords that keep you on track so you don't go down a rabbit hole, there's a process. And I always say, I always use this example because I think they're so clever. Think of McDonald's. McDonald's has 36,000 restaurants across 116 countries. The average age of the employee is a 17, 18-year-old teenager The business is turning over millions and millions and millions. Now, Rick, I don't know your status, but do you know any teenagers, 17-year-old, that you would leave in charge of a multi-million dollar business?
0: (laughs) Well, maybe for a few minutes. That's about it. (laughs) Okay.
1: So, McDonald's has their whole business based on teenage workforce. Yeah, right on. Right? And they do it really well. Why? Because there's a simple process in place that anyone can follow. So we know by the laws of process that everything is driven in the world by a process. And 85% of businesses that have a good process in place are making more money than those that don't. So what I'm saying is Call calling is no different to any other system. It's a process. So, in reference to the script, you have an outline. It's like your GPS, so it keeps you on your destination with the end in mind. What do I want to get out of this call? You've thought about that before you started. Do I want a meeting? Do I want a submission? Do I want to send a proposal? Do I just want an email or do I want just to warm it up for something else? You have a guideline, something that you tick off as you go through the process.
0: That makes sense. And you were also talking about a transference of energy too. You know, yeah it, it's a it's a little bit more difficult and it's something that I think has to take more practice in order to have that transference of energy if you're following a word for word script. Yeah you because know, I, I how do you feel about doing it exactly the way that that process says and also trying to make it your own and inject your own personality has into be, that?
1: It has to be authentic, has to be genuine, has to show who you are. As a human being, I deal with millennials, right? I'm, I'm 59. So the way a millennial speaks differently to me, who's a baby boomer, the platform, uh, you the first question is what is the preferred platform you want to communicate on going forward? If you speak to a millennial, they'll do a massive business transaction all through text.
0: Yeah. Massive. Yeah, right they'll on.
1: They'll buy. They'll they'll be with a realtor, a property real, real estate agent, and they'll do the whole transaction through a text message. Yep. The whole purchase. That freaks me out. <laughs> freaks I need a <laughs> phone. I'm
0: a phone. I, I need a
1: phone call. I need a pen and paper. I need to have you know, proper face-to-face conversation. So that's why it has to be authentic and it has to be relevant to the age group you're talking to because each age group and demographic hear and see and feel things differently and need different things.
0: No doubt. My BMW that I bought about eight months ago was done almost completely over text message with somebody who I had never met. You know, I didn't oh, see I
1: couldn't do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I did. No have way. A, I did end up having a phone conversation with him, but that was just to clear up because I could tell that we were getting a little bit uh, on a different page with one of the specs on a vehicle or something like that. So I just, it was a quick phone call and said, Hey, here's the deal. But then I also sent an audio message too, just so he could hear my voice at one point. But 95% of the transaction was done completely over text message. And then even when I, I mean, even like sending a driver's license and all of that stuff over encrypted messaging, you know, using signal that, that was the same thing. It's like, cool. I know, but it was a little different. I was, I was the initiator. I wasn't being, I could see that maybe being different because I was not cold called by him. I was the one who reached out to him. And submitted a form to say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. And then he did call me. I I missed his call, but I figured he was calling from his cell phone, from his mobile. So I just text back and said, hey, I'm busy right now, but this is exactly what I'm looking for. Do you have this? You know, now I'm a little bit different of a buyer, too. You know, because I know exactly what I want. I w- had already been prepped. I prepped myself for the conversation and for the sale. I had done my research and just wanted him to pretty much guide me through the transaction at that point. You know, he was an amazing guy, but I was already primed and ready to go. It almost like he was a figurehead. And that's where I can see, you know, it might be a little different because where you need that conversation is to establish the report first. He was able to do that over a text message with me. Yeah, But beyond that, I, can, I do like phone conversations. I love them. But that was the first time I ever did a complete transaction. And it took <laughs> it took maybe a total of about eight minutes for me to buy my BMW over a text message thread.
1: Okay. But there's certain things he had to do. For sure. So, so he had, in those text messages, he sounded like he knew what he was talking about.
0: Very much so. You got it.
1: Okay. So if he didn't give you the right answers, you may have not proceeded. Truth. But... But he knew when you were talking about specifics, his response was matched. Yep. You got it. So it, it always comes down to credibility.
0: For sure. Now, let me ask you this question because you always, and I agree with you, you always want to move to that conversation. You know, I mean, a voice conversation, a two-way voice conversation with people, especially when you're doing high ticket sales, you know, closing big business deals. If in my example, because when I will try to phone somebody first and then if I don't reach them, I don't leave a voicemail and I will send a text message. Sometimes they'll text message back. Right. And I'm pretty good at this. I'm curious, how do you teach out how to move from that email or text message communication you've had to that first phone call? And is that a cold call at that point to you? No, it's
1: completely warmed up by then. And you've used the text as your platform, which is great. I would, exactly what she did. You warmed it up with the text and then you just took it to the next stage. It's back to the girl. It's back to the date again.
0: That's awesome. It is back to the date. (laughs) I like that. Do you think the cold calling with the advent of all these new technologies, do you think it's eventually going to die out? Not today, maybe not in a decade, but do you think it'll go away at some point?
1: I don't call it cold calling, even though I put cold calling expert, I put that so people know. It's really about starting a conversation. And yeah. I, I I think that more now than ever, through COVID, the one thing that it's highlighted is the need for people to talk to another human being. Mm. No time in history or in in the last little while, have people experienced this level of loneliness and isolation? Sure. And I think as human beings, we still like to actually talk to another person.
0: I would agree with that wholeheartedly. And I feel too, you know, if you take an extension of that as well, just to put my own opinion on this too, I believe that the bigger deals are going to end up being closed at some point now by those that are willing to go back to the sales call in person. Because that yeah. is going to end up being a differentiator at some points. You know, Just like how I can see a cold call could be a differentiator versus an email. You know, I, I know that is with the sales process because they're, they're, I, you probably receive these all day long, right? It's the equivalent of a cold call, but it's via email. I freaking hate them. Yeah, there's so, I mean, a cold call is a cold call, right? See the temperature wise, but these emails are frigid, you know, to where there's no emotion in them whatsoever. They're copied and pasted. There's no, there's no personality of. The individual that really I see goes into those because it was just something given and scripted to them. And they just might be list handlers that that's about it to try to get that conversation rolling. But the, the email side of it, you know, I hate those things when when it comes in and it's like the cold call version or the email version of a cold call, you know, just, I would rather them. Phone me. I would rather than pick up the phone and give me a phone call. That way, I can actually have a conversation with them, and I have fun with those too. It's just a, it's being on the I think also. Side.
1: I think also the phone is is going to go back to what it was designed for.
0: Oh, interesting. Tell me I more. Think,
1: well, I think people get up in the morning. I don't know about you, but I don't know which app to look at first. There's messages. Flooding out of the WhatsApp, the Messenger, the Instagram, the yeah. Facebook, the LinkedIn, my, my text. It's like, it's like a vomit everywhere. <laughs> and I think people are very tired of the noise. And you can have a five-minute conversation with someone and totally get the answers you need. This messaging can go on sometimes for days and you're still no smarter to understand what the heck is, is needed to get the deal closed.
0: Sure. You talked about building rapport too. What's the fastest way to build rapport on a call?
1: Familiarity. So I always say to people, go on their LinkedIn profile, go on their newsfeed, be a bit of a detective. See what they like, what they comment on, what do they follow, who are they connected with. This, they might be connected to your brother and your sister and you don't even yes. know it. Um, see what they're passionate about. See what's important to them. See if your core values align with their core
0: values. Nice.
1: Because core values is an amazing entry point. So what do I mean by that? They might be pro environment they might be very big on sport they might be very big on a particular charity that's very important to you and you can use that as an entry point look i noticed on linkedin no i wasn't stalking but i noticed that your you did the seven bridge run last weekend which supports xyz i'm actually an ambassador with that charity thank you for being part of our community beautiful entry point
0: that's awesome what if you have nothing in common with them
1: go on their website look are they building a business are they decreasing what do i mean by that are they taking on staff are they moving Were they hit hard by covid did they just win a, a tender did they win an award is there something you can compliment that person on? So I would go onto someone's website and say, oh, just noticed you won a big deal, you're working with company XYZ. Wow, that's fantastic. Congratulations. Or the reverse. I went on your website and I've noticed that you've revamped it. Great. Your, your digital guys, fantastic. Congratulations.
0: Thanks. You can suck. say yeah.
1: <laughs> you can say something nice about anything. It's about being observant, and the devil is in the detail.
0: Right on. I appreciate that perspective. Yeah. So when you uh, when you're a keynote speaker, what's a typical talk that you'll give to help people with these conversations?
1: Uh, ten ways to get ten appointments. Uh, demystifying cold calling. I mean, there's so many. I love, you it. Know. I love
0: that first one. As we close out here, give me give me a couple of your 10 ways to get an appointment. Let's give people some tips here because this uh, they struggle, right? I think one, the first one is pick up the damn phone, right? <laughs> that's that's yes. that's the Rick yes. Jordan one step to getting an appointment, right? <laughs> it's pick up that's the it. damn phone.
1: Second <laughs> one is uh, do your research in relevance.
0: Yeah. Is that really sure. one of your 10 ways is pick up the phone? Is it
1: really? <laughs> yeah. It's as simple as that. Pick up yeah.
0: the phone. Get over your stupid fear, okay? Just pick up the phone, have a conversation. Anyways, yes, yeah, okay, give me some more. What are some of your other ones here? Get
1: out of your head and get into the customer's head. So we're so busy, this pop-up is driving me mad. I've got some pop-up on my screen. I don't know how to get rid of it Ah, there.
0: Uh, Drown the computer, that works.
1: That's it. You need to get out of your head and get into your customer's head. So we pick up the phone, Rick. But then we do the next step. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're probably busy. I won't call now. Oh, the last time I spoke to them, they weren't interested. Oh, he was really short with me. No. Oh, he didn't like the model or the colour that I had on offer last time. Mm. I won't ring. Basically, we bring up all the objections why we should call them. And we don't. So we create phone reluctance.
0: That's so true, so, especially the time of day. Oh, it's not the, I'm sure it's not the right time for them. It's always the right time. If you've got this. The-
1: <laughs> yeah, that comes down to your self-belief. Your love tank isn't full enough and you, your self-belief is wavering. Your confidence is wavering.
0: Right on. Odile, you are so sweet. I would just love to tell you that, you know, I could tell that that you've been doing this for a long time, meaning that you've honed your skills, but even more importantly, you truly believe in what you do, which is amazing, you know, and just having those conversations. One last thing before we go here. We were talking a little bit ago about the cold calling can really, really be fun, you know. And I think about those individuals that are tasked with making you know hundreds of calls per day, if it's telemarketing, if it's an inside sales role or an outbound sales role, whatever. How do you inject the fun back into cold calling?
1: First of all, to have a theme song that you play that keeps you. Energize because it's all about energy. Secondly, you gotta ring the bell every time you get a win. Ring the bell, uh, applaud the little wins, even if it's just someone picking up the phone and having a lovely conversation with you. That's a win. Um, be kind to yourself. We're not very, we're not good friends to ourselves. We've forgotten how to be a friend to us. And say, it's okay. I had a shitty day. Tomorrow will be better.
0: Awesome. Odile, thank you for coming on. Everyone can find you at Odile Faludi. I'm s- am I saying your last name right?
1: Yeah, Odile Faludi. I married a Hungarian 34 years ago. So nice. Od- au, And I'm all I'm on the Udemy platform if you've ever heard of that you can download micro size courses
0: really nice. you know
1: audios just while you do your walk you can listen
0: yeah and if you're thinking right now it's like oh you know what i know everything there is to know about cold calling you know i make 100 calls and i get 100 appointments whatever you know what you're not doing it right so check out Odeal because you should have, you should have a failure percentage too when it comes to this this type of thing that's my last tip but the only way you're going to get better is by continuously coaching yourself and Odile is a good place to start thank you for coming on Odile.
1: thank you for having me it's an honor.